welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. We are on a battlefield that is fierce. I, I, every day, you know, when you open up the news, when you read posts on Facebook, when you just see what's going on around us, anyone who doesn't think that we're in a battle, their head is buried in the sand on purpose. They're purposely ignoring what's going on around us. But anyone who's looking around is going, you know, that there's just something not right, something not right about our culture, something not right about the sin in the world that is being celebrated. And so our job as parents is to equip our kids to fight for team Jesus. We keep talking about that. You know, Jesus is the team captain. We're on his team and we need to be fighting on this team, but we have to be equipped in order to be able to do that. And we have to have the hope of knowing that our team is going to win. And so the good news is we know how it ends, right? We've read revelation. We know how this fight ends, but Rick, how do we get there? And let's talk specifically about us as a culture and as a nation, how do we equip our kids to fight this fight on this battlefield? How do we give them hope and how do we ourselves have hope to be able to fight this? Yeah. You know, um, the first thing I'd say is exactly just to repeat a little bit of what you just said, we face a fierce battle. We cannot be naive or Pollyanna about what's happening in the country. There are evil. There are forces of evil that want your children. Yeah. It's that bad. They want to destroy your family. They want to destroy our country and they are winning. They are winning the culture war. At least they have been. I believe we've stopped them in their tracks, and I think we have a chance to push them back. But they have been winning for a while. Yeah. Um, and these are people that want to, I mean, let's be blunt, mutilate your kids, mm-hmm. change your kids' value system. They want to steal your children for the enemy. And they are doing it to families all over the nation. And they now hold, this is the bad part, they hold the levers on virtually every power switch in the country. In other words, they control the institutions mm-hmm. of America. They control education completely other than homeschooling. Right. They control uh, government at virtually every level, state and federal, definitely within the agencies and the kind of what we would call the swamp. It's the, you know, it's the it's the nebulous bureaucracies where these are unelected people, but they're they can harass you at any moment. Right. Uh, they control that. They control entertainment. They control uh, journalism, they control the media. So, I, and I don't say that to depress anybody at all. See, eyes wide open. This is where we are. This is what we face. These are the giants in the land that we are facing. And so then we look at that and we have a choice. We can either put our head in the sand, like you said, and just say, well, I don't even want to think about it. I'm just going to look inside, you know, only my four walls of, and, and not look outside. The problem is they won't leave you alone. They will come within your four walls. And so we can no longer be, uh, you know, Proverbs 27, 12 says the, the the wise person foresees danger and takes precaution. The simpleton or the fool walks blindly on and suffers the consequences. In many ways, we as the church have been the simpleton. We have walked and enjoyed the blessings of liberty. We've been able to just, you know, do whatever we wanted, uh, enjoy our freedom, worship as we choose. Nobody challenged any of that. And so, you know, we got kind of spoiled about it and we didn't have to fight for it. Very few people in this country have had to fight for the liberty that we that we enjoy today. And so by being the simpleton now, we're we're suffering the consequences. The culture's crumbling yeah. as we said around us. So now we have a chance to become the wise person and take precaution. And, and and the number one precaution, the number one responsibility we all have is for our own kids and our own family. And that's yeah. why getting your kid 
out of a system that's poisoning them and 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 trying to literally steal them from you and into a system where everything you can you believe can be reinforced and your kid is given the best um uh, the best chance possible for success in life for joy in life for a relationship with the lord um you know all of those things and and that's why why I'm such an advocate for and didn't not only we homeschooled our four kids all the way through but why I want as many people as possible to do the exact same thing. So we're very, very, very passionate about that. So that's number one, but you have to go beyond that because yeah. otherwise you won't have the freedom to even do that. And some of our viewers today are probably in states where they have far less freedoms than you have in Oklahoma and I have in, in Texas with regard to homeschooling their kids. And they have to deal with a lot more hoops or regulations or whatever. And trust me, anybody watching today in any state in the United States at any time, any state legislature could come after you and they could try to outlaw or could outlaw homeschooling or create all kinds of hurdles. The federal government could try to do it. I mean, we're at a time where you have to be vigilant and be involved to prevent that stuff from happening. Thankfully, in almost every state, we have really good homeschool associations that mm -hmm. are constantly watching those bills, constantly right. involved in getting people elected to the legislature so that there's champions in the legislature watching those bills and preventing that kind of thing. From happening, so we we cannot. I guess it's a really long answer to your question is that we 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 must eyes wide open, look at the challenge, realize it's there. We cannot ignore it. We cannot sit on the sideline. We absolutely should not get depressed and give up and say, "Well, that's too big. I can't change it, or it's going to take too long." We have to have a generational view. It's not going to change overnight. I think I say this all the time. I think we're in for you know it's going to get even worse before it gets better because yeah. it's garbage in, garbage out. We're living with the consequences of those bad decisions for decades and decades. And so what do we do now? We start good, putting the good stuff in so that five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, maybe even when you and I are dead and gone, our kids can enjoy the benefit, right? And, and like you said, in Revelation, we know we know who wins, but we don't know when they win. Right. We don't know when Jesus is coming back. Every generation thought he was coming back in their <laughs> generation, you know? And so it'd be much easier for me to get, get on here tonight and say, or today and say, you know what? Hope is alive because Jesus is going to come back and take us all to heaven. So everybody just go hide in your basement and, right. uh, and, and, and don't worry. You know, the Lord's going to take, that'd be a whole lot easier, right? Or right. he's coming back next year. You know, and how many times have, has some evangelists claimed they knew exactly <laughs> when Jesus was coming back? Nobody knows. Jesus right. said, no man no knows the day. So it may be a hundred years. It may be two weeks from now. It may be another thousand years. Um, all I know is he told me to occupy until he returns. He told us right. to render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and our and Caesar in our nation is us. We are looking at mm. Caesar right now. And so he's given us everything we need yeah. in a free society to influence the culture around us in a positive way. But if the salt stays in the shaker, the culture rots. The meat rots. If the salt's not there, the meat spoils. If the salt's there, not only does is the meat uh, preserved, but it tastes better. It's, it brings yeah. out the best flavor, and not just for the Christians, but everybody in the community. That's the beauty of Christian influence in a culture. The Muslim benefits, the atheist benefits, everybody that lives in that society benefits if we're being true salt and light. And so on one hand, it's bad, and we need to recognize that. On the other hand, we have what we need to fight. We have what we need to invest in our in our uh, freedom and our liberty and our families. Uh whether or not, you know, what the outcome is going to be, that we don't get to know, right? Duty is ours, results are God's. Uh, but I see a lot of good results already happening. I, I think this window we're in where more people are paying attention than ever before is a beautiful time to be alive. And and a lot of the people that, that you know, are doing your conference are first-time homeschoolers, first-time maybe even really around, you know, crazy faith people like us, right? And they're going, <laughs> well, what is this joy these people have? Something's wrong with them. Well, you know, that's the joy of the Lord. And, and that's yeah. the other thing is just knowing that our, our hope, when we say hope is alive, 
We don't have hope in a presidential candidate. We don't have hope in a political party. Our hope is in whose we are, not where we are, and the fact that we know his principles don't change. That's why I'm, I can confidently go talk to a group of legislators and say, here's a policy that if you pass this, it's going to be good for the neighborhood, good for the culture, good for the society, because it's proven to us throughout history. And, and, and so it, our hope is in the fact that his principles work. The laws of nature and nature's God, as they said in the Declaration of Independence, um, it, it's a it's a proven set of of not just freedom principles, but biblical freedom yeah. principles that produce incredible results. And so we can have hope in knowing God's still in charge. His yep. principles haven't changed. And if we'll implement them, we can get some good results. Right. And he gives us all that we need to know through his word. It's Amen. not a secret. He hasn't hidden it from us. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.